Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to talk with you about a quick and dirty tutorial about creating content specifically about LinkedIn. I'm going to really enjoy this because I've been having a lot of fun in creating LinkedIn, and I'm hoping that everything that I have to share with you, you can just immediately apply it and get some great results. You're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. If you've been listening for your first time, thank you very much for taking time out your busy schedule to listen. And you've been listening for multiple times. I'm giving you a big old electronic hug. Thank you so much for continuing to support me and obviously continuing to um, benefit from the content that you're receiving. So obviously, if you're really liking it, I would greatly appreciate if you would uh, share it with somebody else, leave a comment, let people know um, so that I can create more content that obviously that you love and obviously can help other people. So thank you in advance for that. LinkedIn is definitely turning into my home, my home away from home. I'm really loving it for a couple of reasons. The reason, number one, it's because of all the major uh, platforms to kind of create content, I've noticed that LinkedIn has the longest shelf life. Like for example, I could log on to somebody, I've never accounted them, I've never like seen anything they've had, and I could see a post they made like three or four days ago, sometimes even perhaps a week ago, depending on uh, how popular the post was or uh, how far reach of it is. I don't really know how the algorithm works, but I do know that if a post can last for a week, perhaps even more, that's pretty cool because, you know, I've done, you know, created content in all the platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, some of the other places, and there's no other place than LinkedIn to create content that can last long. The other reason why I really like LinkedIn is um, it's really about community and about connections and about relationship. And so, if you are really more of a, you know, building rapport, building relationships, really getting to know someone, um, LinkedIn kind of facilitates that behind, um, kind of create having people connect with connections for your first, second, third, and it also allows you to obviously kind of just connect with people who are industry leaders, venture capitalists. It's definitely a great hub to, hub for B2B, but you can also use it for B2C marketing if so you desire. So that is kind of laying the case for why you need to be creating LinkedIn, not if you're necessarily a B2B, but just kind of in general, if you really want to kind of connect and engage with people in a little bit more meaningful way than, not to say that you can't do it on Twitter or Facebook or other places, but I definitely believe that LinkedIn has a lot of different functions and featurealities that should be taken advantage of. And that's where we're really going to get into it. So there are different ways for you to create content on LinkedIn. You can create it via the stories, and I'll talk a little bit more about that later. You can obviously create a post, 
Um, you can also join your own separate private groups, you know, and create content there. But I'm going to just really specifically kind of just, you know, crawl this conversation specifically and only about just creating content on your own, your own profile. And there's kind of four main ways to do it. You can um, create uh, text only, text with image, text with video, create a video, create documents, and and create articles. My this is my thoughts because I've seen a lot of people creating videos and whatnot. I personally I believe in that it doesn't really matter if you create video or text or video and text, whatever, you better be creating some really good video if you want to jump into the video. And one big suggestion that I have for if you're creating video, you better create a video that has subtitles because most of the time people are going to be reading, not listening to your content because they're going to be, you know, halfway distracted doing other different things. They're going to be perhaps skimming through other stuff in between looking at cat videos on Instagram or whatever, right? So if you're going to create a video, make it good. Make it really um, just like a movie. Like, you know, uh, um, on uh, when you watch movies and stuff like that and you've got the trailers and they have the most fun, adventurous scenes in the first couple of seconds, well, your video intro better capture their attention in the last few seconds. Otherwise, it's, it's lost. It's a lost cause. So if I'm going to create a video, okay, it's definitely going to be something that's really well edited, straight to the point, and it's really uh, gives a really good takeaway message. I personally, I don't create a lot of videos on on LinkedIn because you know my eyes dart all over the place, <laughs> um, and it's and I just don't have the time nor energy nor patience. But I will definitely say this: video is if it's done well and it's done consistently, can reach a lot eyeballs a lot faster than text alone. Not to say that you can't do it via um, you know creating text or just an image. I would just highly suggest that if you're going to do it. Make sure that you invest in software. Make sure that you invest in video editing. Uh, make sure at the very least there, there's subtitles or captions so that people who are hearing impaired or people who you know, have some type of visual impairment or they're, you know, they can't see that they can be able to consume your, your material because definitely you want to make sure that you're impacting as many people as possible through your content. So, uh, that's my suggestion, uh, just for videos in general, but I will say this, um, and this is just kind of like my blanket solution for all the type of content that you're creating is that you definitely want to have a really some type of text. Like, I don't care whether or not if you're doing a text with a video, do not just, unless like you're just having one liner, right? Just have one liner in your video saying, watch this video, right? You really need to have some type of text that accompanies it. And there's a couple of reasons behind that. Now, you may have heard that, you know, people can be a, um, auditory or visual or a tactile learner. There's different types of, you know, of learning and, and how people consume information because there's really a not one side fits all to it. But I will say this, depending on 
who is consuming it. Um, everybody has different preferences. Personally, this is just me talking out loud, okay? I'm not, do not take my my preferences for gospel for your ideal client because, I mean, who the heck knows who your ideal client is because um, everybody's uh, target audience is different. So you got a different strokes for different folks. But anyway, um, my ideal client is a reader. My ideal client uh, consumes things quickly and fast and easier by just reading it so they can just quickly read faster than they can just sit and have the patience to sit and watch a video. So if that's the case, right? Then even if they don't want to sit and watch my video, even if it's like a 30-second video, I do advise, you know, if you want to get as many eyeballs, like the shorter the video, ideally like 30 seconds up to two minutes tops is ideal. Personally, I can't stand videos past then a minute long myself. I really just want to see the point of what I'm looking at. But anyway, I digress. The point I'm trying to say out of of this is that, you know, if you're going to create this tax, right, it's definitely a compliment to the video, meaning like even if they don't want to watch the video, they can read the text, right? And the same thing goes for creating a uh, text with a uh, accompanying image or something like that. It, you, your image, your creative, your graphic, whatever, definitely should complement or add on more information than just the visual alone. I remember the beginning of my content creation process. I remember, you know, seeing people like they would just put this beautiful image about themselves and they would just have this long story. This is kind of like a watered down version of, you know, old Gina DeVee uh, posts, you know, and everybody used to do, especially a couple of years ago. But I see the tide shifting from that, where yes, people like to see a pretty image of you looking pretty and nice, right? But they're really going for the content. They're really going for the meat. And I and I tell this to my clients all the time. Your content should be bite-sized solutions. Your content should definitely get people like immediate results. Even if they don't do anything, even if they don't want to contact you, even if you they don't want to necessarily like buy your stuff. If you can give people just solutions and resources just right off the cuff without, you know, thinking too hard, without trying to, you know, uh, go through your your free paywall, your paywall or, or, or whatever to access your course or whatever. Like if you can give people results and you give them consistently and you, especially if you do it through your content, then you they can feel like they're winners and they want to engage with you. So actually that brings me to another point about creating content, effective content on LinkedIn for your text is that I want to make sure that every single post that I do, and I hope that you're doing it too, gives people some either some type of main point or some type of learning lesson. Um, I remember I did a post a while back ago, and it was a post about it was a, it was a picture of me, so my son and my husband, and they were making like pizza roll ups. And the whole story that I wrote about the post is that, you know, 
um, they were cooking it and it was for the first time and the, and it turned out perfectly. And the reason behind it was because they had instructions and how did they get instructions? And they got instructions because I explained things to them in a way that they understood. And that's why that they were successful. And that's why they will be, they were able to kind of cook that food without burning it without and feeling good about what they did, right? Is through um, the process of, you know, following instructions and listening. So, and it was just, and I was just saying, how do you, you and I remember just concluding the post and saying like, so how do you help people uh, with your instructions so that they can f- achieve success, right? And, you know, some people talked about the pizza actually like, wow, that pizza looks good, you know, that they made. Or then some people actually just was focusing more on, you know, um, actually what I said gives people, what I'm trying to say is here, Give people multiple angles where that they can comment. Don't like let people just think, okay, well, I only have to bite only, you know, one part of the story. Give people multiple angles. And that's what that's what really good content does is that you allow people the freedom, you know, and the flexibility to look at different parts of your story and let them like digest and think about what they want to talk about, what they want to expand on, what they want to focus on. Because at the end of the day, like, People only really want to engage in content that matters most to them and matters most to what they want to, you know, get from the, the post, right? Not everyone's going to be focusing on the main point. Some people might want to talk about um, other things that are, are kind of tangential to the post. I find it really fascinating. And I've seen this done so many times where some people would just be asking questions, like multiple questions, like this was like some type of Jeopardy event, you know, where like, tell me what is the capital of Bisbane, or I'm just throwing out some names. The point I'm trying to make is like, they were just, they were kind of, the post was kind of quizzing people. And, you know, honestly, that is really intimidating. You know, you want to make people feel like they're having a good, fun time engaging with your content. You want to get people to feel like they really want to enjoy, you know, not just reading it, but interacting with it. And that actually brings me to our next point is like, you don't, the last thing you want to do with your content is you want to make them feel stupid or make them feel unintelligent or make them feel like you're trying to talk down with them. You know, I, I, you want to make people feel like they understand, you know, that, you know, you want to work with them. You understand, you want them to feel like, um, they can relate and they can sympathize with what you have to say. Right. Um, because I want you to make it really, really easy for people to want to like, enjoy talking with you and they can enjoy talking with you on the post, right? Like it's like a no brainer to want to take that next step and want to work with you privately. And think about like your posts or your content is just kind of like that precursor before they want to take that next step is that they enjoy, you know, understanding what you have to say. They enjoy what you're sharing and then they want to take that next step with you. So what I like to do with my content 
you know, is I definitely love talking about things that um, are of, of interest to, you know, what my network is talking about. One of the things as I'm recording this, you know, in March 29th, of 2021. So who the, who the heck knows what people are going to be talking about later. But um, one of the things that my network is talking about is bring the uh, laughing emoji to LinkedIn, right? They, they want to talk about that. They want to talk about bring the laughter back. They want to talk about how people you know, can smile in, in different, different ways. So you have to think about, like, for your content, like, how can I tie in, like, what's popular? How can I tie in what's interesting? What can I tie in that other people are interested or talking about? Perhaps you might want to talk about what an influencer is is talking about. Like, uh, one of the big influencers, obviously, you know, aside from Gary, you know, V, you know, you can shave Robottom. Like, there's so many different different influencers. Like you can talk about what the big, you know, people with huge accounts are talking about. Um, You could talk about things that, you know, are relatable amongst your followers, like what they're talking about. The, The world is your oyster in terms of like the things that you can talk about. But basically what you want to talk about and talk about consistently is things that are relatable and understandable. What I find, and I just want to make sure that you don't uh, fall into the same trap that I've done, is um, fall just only talking about things that upset you or things that irritate you or things that, you know, really, you know, bother you. Yeah. And I really want you to make sure that it is definitely something that, yeah, you're being honest and yeah, you're being vulnerable. Yeah, you're talking about it, but you're not harping on it over and over and over. And because here's the thing, whether or not, you know, you know, people say, let's be vulnerable and share your information and yada, yada, yada. No one wants a Debbie Downer or a, a David Downer. <laughs> Nobody wants people who are just in a foul mood talking all the time over and over and over, Okay. You have to make sure that your content is is relatable, is understandable, but is not negative or pessimistic. Because look, I'm assuming that for the most of most of you guys who are listening, you guys are service based providers. You guys are people who are providing solutions. You guys are helping people, right? And if you're helpful and you're providing solutions, right, like it's kind of hard to view you as a helpful, solution-oriented person if all you're doing is talking about negative stuff. Right? Right? Makes sense? <laughs> so, you know, just as a recap, you know, doesn't matter what your container is if you're making a post, like a text or a video or creating a poll or video or whatever. Like, your whole point is that you're upbeat, you're friendly, you're nice, you're providing solutions, you're focused on current things, you're, you're putting your own unique spin on things, and you're always focusing on giving people value, giving people immediate results, getting giving people immediate wins that they can walk away and say, yes, I like that. Yes, like I think, you know, you are helpful and understand what you're what people are struggling with and you're relatable and you're kind of current with what everybody else is talking about. My content that I create on 
LinkedIn, it's more evergreen, meaning that I kind of tend to talk about things that doesn't matter if you pick up today or you pick up four days from now. It's kind of still relevant um, because of that. Um, I definitely don't talk as you know about really trendy or current items as much on LinkedIn. Uh, definitely uh, to stay alive and stay relevant, you definitely have to be more trend oriented if you want to go on Twitter perhaps Facebook to some extent, but um, definitely LinkedIn is just a great place to connect, to share, to uh, get, build relationships, generate new ideas, and definitely um, engage with people in a little bit more of a, um, a profound way that I don't think you can do in other other places on, on different social media. So, if there was something that really kind of like you really like, let me know. Send me a message at hello at denisegeely.com. I love to kind of continue the conversation with you. I definitely have a resource for you on my website, denisegeely.com. It's called Contagious Conversations, where I kind of go a little bit more in depth about the type of content, when to use it, how to use it, why it matters. Uh, you can check that on denisegeely.com. But I think that's it. Um, was there something that I said about creating content specifically on LinkedIn? Let let me know. I'd love to hear it. But um, for that, thanks again for listening. Take care and be awesome.